You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. You Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And this week, we are continuing with our Faithpreneur Diaries. And this uh, stream of interviews that I've been doing has been my absolute favorite. I love talking with women of faith who are examples of how you can push past your fears, push past any struggles, and live a life of purpose. You know, we are all about living the purpose-filled life on this podcast. So this week, I have with me Miss Dominique Danielle. Dominique Danielle's purpose in life is to help women look and feel good about themselves from the inside out. She is a woman's wear designer and certified life, spiritual, and Christian coach that has helped women get started on their dreams and goals and held them accountable for what it is they feel they are called to do in life. Dominique has helped women in all aspects of living out purpose, including lifestyle changes, starting and expanding businesses, blogging, styling, and more. Her goal is to help women discover their God-given purpose and live it out. Let's welcome Miss Dominique Danielle to the show. Welcome, Dominique. Welcome to the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Hello, hello. I'm excited as well. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be so much fun. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be so much fun. So Dominique, okay, so the audience has already heard your bio and all the amazing things that you are doing right now. But what I want you to start with is a fun fact that is not in your bio. (laughs) So I am a self-proclaimed Nail tech. I do my nails and my my mani, my teddy, all by myself. I had even before quarantine. As a child, I loved doing nails. I don't know. I should have became a. I should have went to school or something for it. But I used to do designs and all types of stuff. But now I have my own little gel manicures. Uh, all the stuff you would think I have a little station in my house, but. I love doing my own nails and, and, and feet, Manny Petty, self, me time. So that is a fun fact about me. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And I wish I had that ability because let me tell you, I the one thing as far as my self-care regimen that I am consistent with is my nails. But mm-hmm. I went to a salon, so when that salon said it was close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go to get the stuff to soak the nails off. It was just a mess. So the fact that you do and hold down your own nails, I am proud of you just for that alone. Thank you. Yes, it calms me too. I love to do it. <laughs> 
Awesome. So Dominique, we know from your amazing bio that you are a certified life, spiritual and Christian coach. And you also do things like being a fashion designer and a speaker and a YouTuber. So tell me how you got started with all of these things. Tell me your journey to finding really who you are today, your purpose. Well, let's start with the fashion because that was the foundation of everything. Um, Ever since I can remember, I always loved clothes. Um, Even talking to my mother, she would tell me that I always had to have some type of say-so in what I was wearing. Like, I could never. (laughs) She would, it would be like a back and forth with me with the clothes and I do remember one time when I was young, um, there was this store called House of Bargain, and a young, one of the girls that lived across the street from me had the same exact jacket that I had, and I was like, Mom, no, I cannot wear the same jacket as the girl across the street. It's no way. So it's, I, I always just wanted to be unique and different with fashion. Um, and it was when I was about in 11th grade in high school, I learned how to sew. Actually, my grandmother was a seamstress. So it was something that was always, you know, in the family, but I learned how to sew when I was in high school. And, um, you know, from there, I, my, that's where my fashion journeys began. And after high school, I went to, um, the Art Institute of Philadelphia for fashion marketing And um, I didn't go for design because at the time I just had no patience, zero patience for the sewing machine because you need so much patience for that. So I went for the the back end, the business side. And um, once I got out of school, you know, I couldn't land a job anywhere. I was working in retail and luxury retail, all different stores. And um, while I was in retail working at Louis Vuitton, I... um, decided that I wanted to start my own business. So I started Dominique Danielle, which is a women's wear faith-based clothing line where um, I'd make clothes for women. I started out, you know, taking custom orders, sewing pieces for women. Now a lot of what I do is buying and wholesaling, tweaking pieces, adding different uh, affirmations about God, about my faith to it. I really want women to know that it's okay to look fashionable and rep your faith. You know, um, I feel like I definitely as growing up that there was, um, you know, this modest way that we should dress, but we had to look a certain kind of way. And because I'm so creative, I just, I couldn't really get with that. So I'm still, I still dress of course in a modest way, but it's very fashionable. It's very fun. It's very chic. So that's what um, the foundation of me getting started with clothing. And um, about three years ago, I was working with a, a fashion coach and she said, you are so inspiring. You, you know, people listen to you. You have such good things to say and all this. And I'm like, what? No way. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? And then I thought about it. I was the go-to person and work people would always come to me with their problems. I'm encouraging people, I'm pushing them and all this stuff. So I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I am. (laughs) So um, 
my coach kind of pushed me to do an event, a women's event. And ever since that event, it was called Gold Digger. And we really talked about goals because I'm very goal driven and oriented. And ever since then, that was about 2017. I love, love, loved it. I was like, I want to help women discover their purpose, walk in their purpose, whatever that is, whatever they feel that it is, I want to help them live that out because I believe that we've all been birthed with purpose and um, we won't truly be fulfilled unless we're living in that, walking in that. So in 2019, I, um, became certified with uh, Life Purpose Institute as a Christian spiritual life coach. So that's where I am now. And what I do is really, I love helping women from the inside out because it starts from the inside. So why not feel good and look good while feeling good? So that is <laughs> what I do in a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> Dominique, your story is amazing. I mean, to go from just working, you said you were working at Louis Vuitton and you thought to yourself, you know what, I want to start my own line. But you didn't just say it like so many of us, you actually put your faith into action. And we know the Bible says faith without works is dead. And you did that. You guys, if you're listening, make sure you go down into the show notes so you can see the Dominique Danielle line. When I tell you these clothes are absolutely bomb and you are right. You can look fashionable and rock your faith at the same time. So I love all of the items on your website. I, I was looking through it and I was like, oh, this is cute. And I need that. And I need that. So it's always good to have that, that, that boost. And God has taken you through such a journey. And here on the podcast, we talk about purpose all the time because I strongly believe, like you said, we are all created with a purpose. And until we get in tune with who God has called us to be, we will never live up to the full potential of who he called us to be. So we're going to miss out on little things or important things or great things. Basically his best for us when we don't identify that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and he called us to be unique and he called mm -hmm. us to do all these amazing things. So yeah. tell me, so you're helping women walk in their purpose and you're helping them from the inside out. But I want you to tell us a time where you were struggling with walking in your purpose or following the lead of God. Tell us about a time where you were struggling to do that. Oh, God, I can, I can speak to that recent. Um, so I love, love, love the Bible and Bible stories. And I love relating them to, you know, everyday life of how we live today. So um, I've really felt this really strong pull that I should, you know, kind of dissect one of the Bible stories, basically read it, see what I got out of it and, you know, share it. And I was so like, I'm not a Bible scholar. I can't do this. <laughs> like, what if I'm interpreting this all wrong? And it's like, I know that this is what I'm called to do because, you know, like I said, I, I think it's so dope to that. I can, I'm a young woman and I love God so much. And I want to, you know, share that with everyone that you can, you know, I feel like 
our day and age, like you feel like you, it, it, oh, let me wait till I get my life together and, and then I'll follow Christ. And it's like, no, <laughs> he wants you now. You can never be too put together for Christ. So I know that I have this word and this message in me to help so many people. So I kept feeling this tug like I was reading um, Judges and I was reading about Gideon. So, oh my God, he, Gideon's story, if you guys don't know it, go check, go go to the book of Judges. And um, so it was like literally like two weeks went past. And I'm like, I should be sharing this story. Like I, I, I love how I, I was having so many conversations with myself and with God while I was reading this and like laughing and like, oh my goodness, this is what I do. I know so many people can relate and I'm just like, nah. You're not calling me to do this. It's not now. I'm not a. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a minister. So and it was like, I. I. It's so crazy. I knew that I was supposed to do that, and I just. It just was a struggle for me because, like, I, all of this stuff that I just felt that mm, you're not good enough. You're not this. You're not smart. Like all of those things that the devil will try to use against you to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. So what I did was I just did it. I just went right on and I recorded the video and I talked about Gideon and you know how he was asking for so many signs from the Lord, all the stuff that we do now, like, Lord, are you sure? Are you sure you want me to do it? Are you sure? And it went over so well with my following. They thought it was so great. I got so much engagement on it. And I and I just felt like a weight lifted off. And it's like, oh, my God, I could have did that the first day that I read the story. <laughs> Why did I wait? You know, so um, that's just that's just one of the times I feel like, you know, purpose. We have there's so many aspects to purpose. It's not just one thing, you know, and we can get so caught up in this is my purpose. This is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. And it's like, God is so great. Do you think that he really just called you to do just one thing? You know, he is, he's given us and blessed us with so many different gifts and talents and he wants us to use them, use them all. So yeah, that was, that was my story, my purpose, my, you know, <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> I love that. I think that's amazing. And you're right. God is so great <laughs> that of course he would call us to do more than one thing. And I think we get too caught up on the word purpose. And we think that once we find our purpose, that's it. We've arrived, but there's still work for us to do because whatever it is God called you to do, you have to become excellent in your craft, not perfect, but do things with excellent, like excellence, like David. So you're telling us about your, when you were struggling through and you were getting those negative thoughts, those little seeds, the devil drops to say things like, you know, we're not good enough or who am I to think that I can do that? And I know in my life, I have experienced that almost every time the Lord is calling me to do something else. I'm just like, I just want to sit in the back. Like yeah. you can just leave me in the back. We don't have to be in the front. I'm okay. And he's just like, no, you're going to come out of your comfort zone and do what I told you to do. Period. Yeah. I'm like, all right, period. I got it. <laughs> but I want to ask you to share with us any advice for people who are 
feel the tug that they are called to do something greater or something outside of their norm, but they're still hesitant. They're still fearful. They don't know. They're still thinking about what everybody else is going to say. Give us some advice on how we can push past those feelings. Honestly, the advice that you probably hear all the time, you literally just have to do it. There's no, I mean, we, we, God, I believe that, that once that very thing that we're fearful of, that's what God wants to use. Like, <laughs> so for an example, for me, I have a fear of, or had a fear of, you know, public speaking and all of that. Now I'm a speaker. Now I encourage people. Now it's like, that was one of my biggest fears. And it's like, no, that is the thing that God wants. That is the thing that he wants to use. So what I had to do was, and I told, I I prayed this, I kept hearing this. um, I believe it was Joshua. I can't remember the scripture. He told Joshua to be strong and courageous. So I said that I want to be strong and courageous. God has called me to do great things. You know, I believe that I'm here to change something. So I want to be strong and courageous. I want to walk in what he has for me. So what I had to do and what I still do is I pray for his strength because I can't do it by myself. Because if I could, none of, you know, this fear and all this stuff wouldn't be creeping up. So when I get into those moments where I'm feeling, you know, fearful or stuck or, you know, is this is, if this is really what you're calling me to do, I, I call on God for his strength. And then I just go for it. I don't think that fear, I know that God didn't give me this spirit of fear, but I do know it's going to come up, you know. So I just have to not allow the fear to overtake me. I have to overtake the fear. You know, it can still be there, but I'm going to do what I have to do with the fear still there. (laughs) And eventually it'll go away. The more that you do it, the more that you step out, the more that you trust God and have faith, because if he's calling you to do something, believe it or not, he's already equipped you to do that thing. Just like with he art, God sees us how he sees us, not how we see ourselves. And um, even when I was reading that story about Gideon, when he called him, he said um, a mighty hero. He was calling him a mighty hero. And Gideon's like, a mighty hero, me, I'm the least in my family. My army is weak, but God called him as how he already saw him. I see you as this mighty hero. This is what you are. So that's what we have to keep in mind. God is not worried about, you know, how we see ourselves. He's already given us the power. He's already equipped us to do what it is that he called us to do. So my thing is just do it and pray for his strength and and his guidance and, you know, to really seek him first in all things. And I truly wholeheartedly believe that he will direct your path. Yes, that was good. I really, I took away something you said. You said the fear won't overtake me. I'm going to overtake the fear. And that is, was an amazing nugget because 
too many times we think that we should be fearless. And my interpretation of fearless is not being without fear, is the ability to actually push past your fear Mm -hmm. and do it anyway. And I think when fear arises, when we're called into a place that seems bigger than than who we are or who we think we are in our brain, that's the perfect time for God to move because that's when we know as people that (laughs) that was all God, that was all the Holy Spirit. It was not me because if you had to wait on me to do it the way I wanted to do it, it would not have been done like that. So I think God gives us that gap so that we can build our faith and build our trust in him and just exercise our spiritual muscles. So thank you for the advice. And I hope that those who are listening are taking notes for um, for themselves so they can be strong and courageous and really pray to God for strength to help through whatever it is that may seem like a mountain that yeah. God can get you over. So I know you help women and, and one of the areas you help women is is in is with lifestyle changes. So I want to talk to talk to you about that for a while. What are some lifestyle changes that you think are prevalent and stopping us from being the best versions of ourselves? So what are some, I guess, negative lifestyle habits that we have that we should identify and of course try our best to change? I believe one of the main ones is we don't know who we are. Um, and we don't know who we are in Christ, who God is calling us to be. Um, I believe that, you know, a lot of who we are are different ex- things that we've experienced as children. And now a lot of those experiences we take with us and they carry over into our adulthood. And when you think about it, um, a lot of things as children, we, we pick up their learned behaviors and may not be good. You know, some things are good, of course, but a lot of things may not be good. And some things we learn from our parents or some things that we heard. And um, those things carry on with us into adulthood. And those are the things I believe that the devil used against us to stop us from walking in our God-given purpose. Um, I can give you an example. For me, when I was young, in fourth grade, I fell to fourth grade. So now that opened the door for shame, um, me not feeling like I was good enough, me not feeling like I was smart, you know, being a perfectionist. Now I have to get everything right because I don't want to fail again, all of that stuff. And now that carried with me until I was an adult. And it wasn't until I began to really well what i you strengthen my relationship with god begin to build that relationship with god when he began to really just break me down showing me who i was showing up as and now getting that revelation knowledge of who i was showing up as i had the power within me to change it it's like oh i don't like that i don't like that about myself so i'm going to change it so those are To me, that is the number one thing, knowing who you are. And once you begin to know who you are and who Christ is calling you to be, you want to do better. You want to be better. You want um, things in your life to be better. You want to, God, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, he's called us to live a life full of abundance, full of peace, full of happiness, full of joy. He wants those things for us. And um, when we don't know who we are in him, 
it's kind of hard to experience that. <laughs> it's kind of hard to uh, be at peace. It's kind of hard to uh, be okay with who we are and love every fiber of our being because he loves every fiber of our being. He loves us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, you know? So that is the number one lifestyle change. I think that we all need to make. And it's not just a one-time thing. It's, it's, it's daily. It's something that you have to do all the time because we know we have that little voice in our head that wants to tell us the opposite, you know? And a lot of times, um, when we believe those things, when we believe lies, we live a life of a lie. <laughs> so that is my main thing. Know who you are. Getting to know who you are, that is the biggest lifestyle change that I be- That's the first lifestyle change, I would say, that one can make. Yes. Getting to know yourself is very, very, very important. So I'm thinking about the women who are listening, who are feeling like they really have lost themselves. Maybe during this pandemic, maybe they lost jobs. Maybe they're just not in a position where they thought they would be at this time in their life. What are some tips that you can give them for how, um, for how they can discover who they are again or get back to knowing who they are that they may have strayed away from because of various different things? Okay, number one, I would say, Figure out what are the things you love? What are the things that bring you happiness? What are the things that bring you joy? And if you can't figure out what it is in this present moment, look back on to a time when you were happy, maybe as a child and those things that just lit you up. And, you know, because as children, we're kind of like fearless. (laughs) And so we have some kind of encounter that kind of, you know, sways us in a different way. But so like I said, figure, uh, figuring out those things that make you happy, bring you joy. Um, also, identifying what your strengths are, identifying what your weaknesses are. So that I believe that that's why we are here on this earth to give and take from one another. What I, what I may be weak in, you may be strong in and vice versa. So once we figure those things out, we'll be able to assist one another in a better way. So figure out what your strengths are. And right now, I think that we get so caught up in, uh, we don't want to, I don't know, brag on ourselves, but your strengths are your strengths. Those are your gifts. Those are the things that God is giving you. Brag on those things. List every strength out. List everything that people come to you for, all of that good stuff. Whatever other people see in you, list all of that stuff out. And then you'll begin to, you know, you'll understand, oh, this is what I like. This is who I am. This is who God is calling me to be. And really get a prayer life, too. That is so essential, building your relationship with God. That is just like, I can't tell you enough how I've had a relationship with, well, I shouldn't say that. I knew who God was. I knew of God from a young age. And it wasn't until I got older when I really started to build my own relationship with him is when he began to reveal different things to me about me and who he called me to be. And that is, that's like number one. I should have said that first because he knows us better than we know ourselves. It may sound so like 
cliche or whatever, but it's so real. Like God is just so amazing. He, he just reveals to us in so many different ways and he brings us that joy and that happiness and all of that stuff. So that is like number one, building your relationship with him, figuring out the things that make you happy, what makes you tick, what makes you talk and understanding your strengths and your weaknesses. I love it. So spend some time really getting to know yourself, maybe journaling, pull out a journal and really reflect on who really reflect on who you are as a person. And even if you strayed from those things that made you happy, those things that um, kept you joyful, make sure you identify that you strayed from it and work out a way to get it back. But most importantly, develop your relationship with God. Don't just um, know, have an idea of him, but really get to know him. Spend some time dating God. Like think about what you do when you're dating somebody, when you're really trying to get to know them and you're dedicating all hours, you're talking to them all hours of the night and morning. And sometimes we kind of give God a flyby hello, like, hi God, this is what my day, I need this. And we walk out the door, but spend some intimate time with him. He longs for you to be in his presence. So pray, read your Bible, get a journal, maybe read a book or listen to a sermon. Something that will help you just commune with him is so important. So those were amazing tips, Dominique. I really appreciate that. Now, tell me, tell me something. We all are on this earth for a purpose and people like you and me were big advocates for living in your God-given purpose. But what do you think is stopping some of us, some of, some of us from grabbing hold of our purpose and walking in it boldly? What do you think is, is some of the barriers that stop us from doing that? I believe uh, one of the big ones are people. We're afraid of what people may think of us. We're afraid of what people may say. (laughs) They're going to look at us funny. We just said that we wanted to do this. Now we're changing our mind to that. It's like we care too much about what people think. And that's like the worst thing, being a people pleaser, because we are so fickle we're so (laughs) one minute do this one minute say that you know it's we're just not i don't believe consistent by nature that's really something we need to help and strengthen god with because we just (laughs) we're human (laughs) so i think that um people being people being worried about what people think really stops us um and then because if you think about it, sometimes we ask other people's opinions and God, don't let them not agree with us. That's like a, a dagger in a heart. Now we're like, our feelings are crushed. We're, now we're second guessing everything just from someone maybe not agreeing. And the crazy thing is sometimes um, we can share our dreams, our goals, our what we believe our purpose is with someone. And because maybe they don't get it, they don't understand it, they're not living out their purpose, they may project that, their fear onto us. So now we have their, their fear on us and now that's stopping us. So that is like the number one thing for me. 
being afraid of what people may think. And just from working with other women and coaching women, um, that is like, that's the thing. I don't, I don't know what they're going to think of me. You know, even, even something so simple, like posting something on Instagram or Facebook, it's like, what are, what are people going to say? Are they going to like it? Am I going to get engagement? You know, we all think about those things. And it's like, once we remove that and it's like, I'm doing this, even if it just reaches the one that I know is supposed to reach, then I am doing what I'm supposed to do. That's it. Yes, I am doing what I am supposed to do. So for those women who are so concerned on what other people think, I want you to let go of all of that because at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what God thinks about you and if you are doing what he has called you to do. So before we go, one of the last questions I have for you, what are the three things that you can say help to build your confidence so that you can stop worrying about things like what other people say. And so you can, you know, go forth and and be courageous and be strong and be fearless. What top three things can you say will help somebody build their confidence? Okay. So the three, the three things I would say is, um, of course, I'm always going to go back to this is your, your faith, your relationship with God, because he is the one who can, I just feel like when we're in those spaces and places where we're just not sure, we're fearful, whatever, when we call on him and ask him for his strength, his guidance and all of that, I believe that he just comforts us in those times of need. And when we do get there, just call on him. So having that faith, having that relationship with God, also knowledge, um, just knowing about what it is that you want to do, um, researching that, that builds up your confidence. Um, not just saying that you want to do something and having no clue about what it is that you want to do. Um, so research, take the time out to figure out what it is that you want to do, the topic, the niche, whatever it is that you're going for. Uh, I believe that um, just knowing about something builds you up. It gives you that courage, that confidence confidence to even be able to speak to it. And the last one, I would say, you just got to go for it. I mean, you just have to believe. You have to believe that you are called, you are enough, you are um, bold, uh, you have what it takes, you really have to believe that thing. Um, all of the, the, you know, having the knowledge, it, it means nothing if you don't believe that it's true or believe that you can do it. We can have all the knowledge in the world, but we still have to take action. So, and I think belief is, if you don't believe it, then who else will? So you have to believe that thing first. So faith, God is always my go-to knowledge, understanding what it is that you are trying to do, what you want to talk about, whatever, and believing, believing that you have what it takes, believing that you are working with God's power in you. And if he called you to do it, then he's already equipped you to do it. So those are my three tips. (laughs) 
Thank you so much, Dominique. Those tips were great. So I want you to tell everyone how they can connect with you, how they can work with you. I want you to give us all of your contact details, your social media handles, and of course, I will put them in the show notes. But let us know how we can find you. And, oh, how can I forget? And how we can shop Dominique Danielle. <laughs> yes, yes. So you can go to my website, which is DominiqueDanielle.com. And that's how you can work with me. That's how you can get in touch with me. And that is how you can most definitely shop with me as well. You can also find me on uh, social media, on Facebook and on Instagram for um, all things lifestyle coaching and everything. It is at Dominique Danielle underscore DD. And for all things clothing, it is shop Dominique Danielle. Thank you so much, Dominique. I really appreciate you being on the podcast. It's been such a great interview. I've enjoyed talking to you and I look forward to all the amazing things that God is going to do for you and through you in the future. So thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.